0: Welcome to Conversations Over Beer.
1: Hello. Welcome to Conversations Over Beer. Hi. Hello, hello. So this is our first episode
0: our first first episode
1: our first first episode and uh it's punny because we named it ipandemic but ipa get it get it okay um so like for our new episode uh we wanted to talk about the pandemic <laughs> As and everything per- surrounding the covid-19 situation. right Um, so real quick, real quick, Ida, mental health check, how have you been mentally?
0: Um, mentally, I mean, overall I've been fine with the the pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just had to eliminate toxic situations out of my life and ever since then it's been perfectly fine. I know some people have been stressed out with um, numerous things surrounding the COVID-19 situation. But I mean, for me personally, I was able to flip it into something positive.
1: You know, and that's good too, because I think that, you know, during this time, I think those who have had the privilege to be able to reflect on their mental health and like have been able to reflect on what they Need and don't need. That's actually pretty good, you right. know, mm-hmm. considering the circumstances. Uh, I think that for myself, I was one of those people who, you know, automatically cracked after like two weeks. I think two weeks. Yeah, week.
0: pretty much two weeks. Into, um,
1: into be into the pandemic, and you know, thinking back to that moment, I remember just feeling very like insecure about what was happening. And also like, I felt like a lot of pressure. Like I have the ability to work from home and not many people do have that ability, but I was working from home and I was out here just, you know, being so overwhelmed, like having to function at home which is normally like home is your stress-free area, you know? So now having to bring in the, the stress from work and then having to make a new routine, like that in itself was a lot, I think for myself. If it wasn't for my therapist and also for like you being around, I think that I would have cracked and I don't know what would have happened at that point. But um but i I think that that's also like this also brings us uh in a good position to actually talk about those who are going through mental health issues during this pandemic um because they don't have a job at this point um or because the amount of stress that their job has enforced on them so i can only imagine how people are actually feeling at this time you know
0: especially the ones that are um, working uh, front and center of this whole entire situation you know for me I drive for a living and uh, fortunately for the first few months you know we thought it was gonna be like you know the regular two to three weeks not coming to work which was a couple of months and I just replaced work with work just to keep on a routine and just stay with it. And, you know, I picked up a little side gig, but once I got an official call of getting laid off, I decided to like, you know, rest a little bit because I'm just so used to always working so much. And I just decided to give myself a little time to just to rest. But unfortunately, some people don't have that opportunity to take a rest. Because some people were working day in and day out when this whole pandemic started. Mm-hmm. And that alone was probably a, a stress factor in itself.
1: Yeah, I I, I can agree. I, I definitely agree because um because I'm always on social media and always like feeding myself what the news is producing essentially like I started reading and watching videos about people who are working at Walmart and their experience and how they have family members at home who are elderly or who get sick easily. Um, And they were just talking about just overall that stress factor of catching the virus and then giving it to someone because they didn't know if whether or not they had it. Um, That fear of being asymptomatic ultimately, right? And it just makes you think, like, do these companies really care about their employees? And it also makes you think about, you know, wow, while some of us have been home, right, there have been people on the front lines in retail stores grocery stores um in hospitals clinics who have been working day in and day out especially in the beginning of this pandemic when everything was going on exactly yeah so it just kind of makes you think a lot about how far we've come like at least where we are at this all hit us in march really right And then now thinking like, what, four months later, four or five months later, and we're still, we're not in lockdown how we were, but you can definitely see the effects of
0: Well, 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 Yeah, especially with what lockdown has done to people. Mm -hmm. People are angry, are upset, are stressed you know, depressed. Everybody's going through their own mixed emotions of what's going on. Uh, You know, some people are, you know, scared because they got laid off or fired from their jobs and still haven't received any money at all. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people are, you know, not prepared for this thing to go down. And a lot of people, a lot of Americans don't have A savings so when people not having a savings they're scrambling to get every penny they have to pay their bills their rent you know car notes and everything else because your bills kept coming they never stopped them they might have like put a delay on things but that means you still have to pay for it later on so a lot of people are out here in a scramble it just really makes people, you know, out here acting different than how they would, you know, just being really vocal about how they feel and sometimes very aggressive. So, you know, for instance, we go to to Walmart today and, you know, you have to stand in the lines and someone in front of us, they were chit chatting. and. A customer maybe like three people behind us mm-hmm. shouted for them to move and you know caused a little confrontation. Where is this person moving? We're stuck in a line. Regardless if they move a foot up, we're still stuck in a long line just to get into a store. And you know, we're not used to walking in to walk in a line for the store. Like, yes, to check out, we're in lines but you just get into a store. So a lot of people are impatient, they're upset, and it just starts, you know, arguments over just
1: standing in a line. Right. And that's the crazy part about it, because it's just like, once you get past the line and once you walk through the doors of whatever store you're at, like, I personally notice, like, the faces of, like, the Walmart workers and how, essentially, they are just, like, tired. They're exhausted. Like, when was the last time they actually had a moment to themselves to not have to deal with work, you know? Because I'm sure that in the beginning of the pandemic, they needed all hands on deck, right? And then, you know, it, it just, it just kind of makes you think about how everybody's mental state is, especially with the agitation that everybody has from being locked indoors all the, all day, every day. Um, and if you have been locked indoors all day, every day, without going outside, aside from just going to the grocery store, that can like drive you stir crazy. Right. You know? And like, that can drive you to like, just, I don't know, just lose your lose yourself for like a second you're not going outside you're not exercising you're just staying indoors and you're probably getting tired of doing your same old same old routine especially if you had to like if you're that person that had to like go to work and also at the same time make sure that your kids are doing their classes um on zoom and like having to then come home and make sure that they did their zoom whatever assignment they had from zoom and moving forward like any other things to do like it's just like dealing with the stress of the outside world and then dealing with the stressors of inside the home like that can be a lot for just one person we're just talking about right now like a single parent for instance you know that can be a lot on someone's mental health, you know?
0: I mean, parents are not used to being teachers. They're used to being providers, going out, making money while the kid is in school during the day, and then they come back home and, you know, they're helping with the homework. But it's different when a parent has to transition of being a teacher and a worker at the same time. And I do see a lot of people saying, like, how it's stressful and it's a lot for them. Mm -hmm because you some people have multiple kids so if you have three kids that you're trying to all do uh zoom work for in three different age brackets and then you're off to the side doing your zoom calls it becomes very stressful yeah because in in all that time you have to double check everything that your kids are doing make sure making sure that this system is up and running properly making sure you're making your meetings without being distracted with your kids or your significant other in the background. So, you know, obviously parents are stressed out. And, you know, it's something... It's a different transition for a lot of people because we're just not used to all these things. Like,
1: you know, I didn't
0: think personally that this was going to go on for as long as it did. Thought it would be a couple of weeks then would turn into a couple of months. Mm -hmm. So now being home, you know, for about a month and a half, you know, a couple of months, but it's different because you're still waiting on a phone call to go to work. You're still waiting to see what's going to happen because we don't know when this whole pandemic is really going to end.
1: Right. Like when I was being told about recently about going back to work right where we're gonna do like this one week in one week out right and it's like it went from oh we're gonna tell you by this by like let's say uh july 20th july 20th comes and then no word from anybody until the following day And they're just like We're just gonna push it out Until like The end of the month And see what happens And then after that It's just like Comes the end of the month And you still don't know If you're going back into work And th- That's just That kind of also leads into um, You know How Some people are struggling li- Financially Who they have not even had the ability to collect anything from like their job. Like they haven't been able to get go into work at all. They haven't been able to even receive a stimulus check. They haven't even been able to like receive unemployment. Like there are still people who are right now going through such a stressor, right? Like imagine having to deal with your kids right now on a zoom and then you're also right now trying to figure out how you're going to make money right to be able to pay your rent you know so i think that's that's also like a good like segue right now to talk about even like about stimulus checks and unemployment so if you want to like go off on that real quick
0: I mean, you kind of test the basis of, of it, um, you know, with the whole, now the extra $600 that unemployment was given people and that's going to run out. And a lot of people are, a lot of people, are, I'm, I'm constantly hearing that people that are in work saying that people who aren't on, um, appointment is getting far more than what they're getting. Now, I don't know how much you're making per an hour or how many hours you're working for a week, but what I can say from my, my experience, all I'm really getting is an extra $150 a week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that is not much of a difference of what people really think that people are getting. Right. Um, You know, so that whole discussion of, oh, people staying at home and making more, you know, I would definitely say, in my opinion, if that's the case of what people think or they feel, I would say that people who are on the front line of all this should be getting more. They have talked about how if you're working, you're supposed to be getting a pandemic pay.
1: Hazard pay, yeah.
0: And some people have yet to even receive that and i don't even think they even really made that a, a thing they've talked about it but i haven't heard anybody mention anything i only mentioned here people saying that they're upset that they're at work while people on appointment making an extra six hundred dollars now that extra money that people are making is just equivalent to what their paycheck is a L- little less maybe a little more but thinking that they're making like a full paycheck or, or more. No, they're they're not. And that's why I said also it depends on how much everybody, what your hourly rate is and how much you're making for, how many hours you're working. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, um, you know, especially these doctors and nurses, you know, they should be getting paid more. There was also said that people are supposed to be getting uh, a percentage of a raise. I think some people in the beginning did get a little raise, but they should they it should be more than just a raise like we should be making sure that these people are getting paid more you know you're going home and you're risking your child's life your 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 spouse's life your you know the elderly in your family just for doing your job
1: right and make no mistake too like there have been people in hotels that have made like a lot of accommodations for people who have been on the front lines. Like they've opened up their hotel rooms to people who have been in, in, in the hospitals and are nurses and doctors, just so that way they are not, you know, spreading the virus to their families and their loved ones, you know? So, you know, there are, there have been some perks, right? If I, I guess just yeah, for there the are some incentives. Incentive,
0: incentive. They're giving, uh, you know, uh, nurses and doctors, uh, you know, like special, I wouldn't say special treatment, but they are giving them, like, um, discounts in certain stores. You're getting um, discounts in, like, your hotel stays and everything and a couple other things as well.
1: Yeah. But it's just, like, it still doesn't take away the fact, though, that the tremendous amount of stress that you're going through all day, every day dealing, especially like when hospitals were overwhelmed, right? To the point that like you were going in exhausted and coming out exhausted. Like at at some point, like on my social media feed, I saw one of like, one of the nurses that I follow, her, her crying on Instagram and just talking about how, like, how stressed she is and how she loves her job and loves what she does. But she's just so stressed because of what's happening and how they were running out of PPE and just a whole, like, bunch of other things to go under that, you know? So I think we have to take into consideration that although the extra $600 will be ending at the end of July, there are some people who still haven't received anything. Like they haven't received a stimulus check. They're still waiting on it, honestly. They haven't even received not even the first check to unemployment, right? So that in itself is just beyond me. Like so many people right now are still waiting are still waiting, and, and you know,
0: not for nothing. The stimulus check was kind of a slap on the face for some people because, um, let's be real, that's not covering a lot of people's rent. Right. That was that probably didn't even cover a lot of people's one of uh, one month of rent, and people are, you know, like you said, still haven't gotten that check, and they still haven't gotten any other money, mm-hmm. and you know. They're still debating on what they should do for a second a second check. And, you know, they haven't really worked it out of exactly what is or isn't going to be completely yet. You know, there was talks about um, doing $2,000 a month Man. and up to like, and then after that, uh, another 1000 a month. Uh, after like a year after the pandemic, like, slow down. Mm -hmm. Um, Haven't heard about that lately. It was something that was talked about, but I don't think they really wanna agree to that. And I feel that that would definitely help a lot of Americans who are struggling, who haven't gotten any money, and this will alleviate some of the stress and help them get a little bit
1: like back Our on head. their feet, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just like when we were outlining what to talk about, right? Um, we did find like an article, and it was on for an article from Forbes, and how they were talking about how uh, Senator Kamala Harris and two other senators were writing up um, what the second stimulus act should look like. And they were ultimately just discussing like, um, you know, receiving $2,000 a month and also retroacting retroacting the the amount that you get to put you current with whatever you're doing, right? So it's like $2,000 a month right now for any American who has been unemployed, right, would be amazing right now you know? And I mean, I'm right now all for canceling student debt on top of that too. Oh yes. Cause Absolutely. it's just like, you know, that is what's really going to hold people back because as soon as, as soon as like the student loans start emailing you again to actually start paying again, that is just gonna enter a new level of panic. Right? Because not only are some Americans owing their rent, there are, and, and like owing like their other bills that they may have, now here come student loans and they're ready. Like they're ready to work with you, yes, but then they're also ready to start, I guess, I, in my opinion, harassing you to pay.
0: Yeah, I'm on standby for September. Same
1: here, yeah. So
0: once September rolls right back around, they will be taking that money right out of my account every month. Um, fortunately, I've been able to, you know, have a little extra savings. And fortunately, I was one of the lucky people to still get a paycheck even though I wasn't working because my company, um, they're really for their workers so they did help us in that fact but uh you know had i not had that i would have just been one of these people scrambling to find another job and it's not always easy for people to find another job depending on your field of work but you know not everybody is in my situation mm-hmm. and you know some people do need this money more than others uh the ones who just haven't had it and you know it's just a really tough situation for people
1: yeah I think it's put everybody in in, but in such a horrible situation because it's just like we're what do we do next how do we solve this and you know what a part of me also thinks about like all these issues about housing, right? About health insurance, about, you know, a living wage, right? These are all conversations that we've had before. Mm -hmm. And we've always given a band-aid fix over it, right? Like, oh, we're going to raise the minimum wage to $15, but every year to kind of, like, get to uh, that 15 exactly but by the time that we get to the 15 the standard of living will be a lot higher like some people had two to three jobs before this pandemic and you know some have really lucked out like they don't have either of those jobs right so it's just like again we're left with confronting the issues of housing the issues of healthcare, the issues of a living wage We're left with all these issues again that were solved with Band-Aid resolutions. So I don't know. It just makes me personally think about all these things. And it's just not to add stress onto everybody else who right now is going through it. But it's more so like, you know, you're not alone in thinking about all of this. And I think that you're not alone in thinking about what are you going to do next? Or why is this happening? Or like, why can't all this just be over? You know? Um, And it also kind of just brings us into the next thing about reopening, right? I mean, in the northern states, right? Uh, Eastern northern states, really. Mm -hmm. We have been shut down for like what three we were shut down for three months right we were literally told not to go into no restaurants um do only take out which everybody was honestly okay with mm-hmm. and then after that we were told that we can't go to a mall like everything just slowly started closing and then we were just locked down. Right. And then we were just inside and the only things that we were able to do was literally walk around our block or go to parks that weren't overcrowded. So I think that between like New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, all these other states with us have been have done such a great job with With the lockdown, and also then having now the ability to reopen.
0: That's because we were able to do the phases and do them in a a slower time frame. Um, You know, we, especially here for me in Massachusetts, it was, you know, we just started opening phase three. Uh, We took phase one and phase two very slow. And, you know, it's definitely a major adjustment, you know, in this whole pandemic, you you having to do curbside pickup all the time and, you know, just walk into a restaurant, picking up food. And also, you're probably seeing some of your favorite restaurants closing down or some of your favorite stores that are not going to survive after all this is said and done. And, you know there's de- definitely a lot of changes going on. He, so to have to be in this whole life of pan, of the pan, COVID-19 pandemic is definitely different. And a lot of people are not happy about it. But you know, us slowly transitioning into these different phases is what kind of helped the northern states actually keep the numbers down and keep our people you know safer. Yeah. And because we shut things down in a timely manner it's the numbers did decrease. Now you look at some other states like some of the southern states right now you got uh, Florida who I believe surpassed New York. Yeah. They're doing worse than New York and New York was the central... The epicenter. The epicenter oh. of everything that was going on, and it just got really terrible. Mm-hmm. And... It- All right, so since we're still learning the, you know, the ins and out of this, we just got cut off after the 30-minute mark. So, we Right. <laughs> so we will just continue where we got cut off at with saying that the southern states, you know, are actually getting really bad now, that they had to shut down. Yeah. Uh, shut down back again from pretty much, I don't know, being in phase, I don't know, three or four to back to having curfews and everything else. And I don't think people are really taking this serious or I'll be honest, it's the summertime. You know, you still want to go out. You want to enjoy the summer. You want to travel. And I'll say that I am guilty of also traveling myself throughout this pandemic, but I do always wear my mask and I always have my hand sanitizer, wash my hands as often as I can.
1: I feel like we're like, we're especially at least here in Connecticut, right? I think that we are the ones who really take the wearing the mask so serious because it's just like, not to say that nobody takes it serious, but especially since restaurants just started opening up for us, it's just like, we essentially in the beginning had read that, you know, when you go into a restaurant, you have to have your mask on. And when you're ordering your food, you have to have your mask on. Until your food comes, that's when you take off your mask. And then when you leave, you put on your mask. And I, when the first time when we went to a restaurant-
0: Yeah, cause we, we uh, got to go to our two favorite restaurants. Yeah. And both times, You know, I had to whisper to Kay and say, "Uh, are we not wearing masks anymore? Because we felt like we were the only two people in there walking with a mask on while everybody in the restaurant did not have a mask. Now, I do know that once the food is served to you and the drinks is in front of you, you can take your mask off to eat and drink. But even people walking in and out of the restaurant and even at the table with nothing in front of them, they still wasn't wearing a mask
1: right and it's just like you know that was pretty new to us right and that kind of brings us into that conversation of like do you wear a mask do you not wear a mask let me tell y'all right now okay wear your damn mask I mean I think that's also why here in the northern states like it's worked out for us while we were in lockdown and the southern states were and all these other states because it's not just the southern states it's Almost every other state, like on the going towards the west coast, right? Like, we were mandated from the jump wear your mask wherever you go, wear your mask. The mask thing became mandatory, I think, on the second month of lockdown while everybody was rallying about, like, you know reopen 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 our governor stood strong and was like we're not reopening like we can't reopen we can't like the numbers are still surging and you know watching some people that we knew from down south who were you know going to miami who were going to the beaches still without a mask or um who were just, who were still functioning after a month of lockdown. And it really wasn't, for some of them, it really wasn't even a month. It felt like almost like they were not they were on lockdown for a week and then, boom, they reopened again.
0: Yeah, a lot of people from the north, they go down to the south to party and stuff like that because uh, we don't even have our clubs up here open yet. You know, they're still shut down. That's like the fourth phase. And I think the bars just started opening. In restaurants. In certain, certain, yeah, in some restaurants and stuff. But, you know, it's your choice to wear your mask or not wear your mask. I'm going to wear my mask to not only protect myself, but to protect, you know, people in my family. You know, I'm going to protect my parents and any young children that I'm around because these are the age groups that can't really fight this virus as well as probably I could. So... If you don't care to protect yourself, let's just protect the children and the elderly who cannot fight this. Mm -hmm. And if you choose not to wear your mask, then just don't wear it. But don't make, but if you you can't, this is the part of people being angry and upset. Um, If you want to walk into a store and they're telling you to wear a mask, wear your mask. And if you don't want to, there is online Mm -hmm. services that you can do now to have your groceries delivered to you. Or your food or whatever you want from majority of different stores just get it delivered to you if you don't want to wear a mask Mm -hmm. and if you feel like it's violating your rights in any way shape or form you are entitled to your opinion you are entitled to your feelings but please understand that there are rules and regulations that are up Do I like them? Absolutely not. But I do abide by them just to make my life easier. I don't feel like arguing with anybody just to go pick up a loaf of bread. Or I don't think it's necessary to, you know, keep spreading this virus that some of us don't even know if we even have it. At the moment in time. And, you know, arguing is just not going to get you nowhere. It's just going to be another a viral video of someone looking foolish over a mask. Right. If you feel that it's going to be a major problem, send somebody else to go shopping for you.
1: If You don't want to do the online services or just stay your ass at home. Right. And I just think that like, not for nothing, let's be, let's be honest. Let's be candid right now. Right. Like when you wear your mask, nobody bugs you once you go inside nobody bugs you yes of course the lines are tedious i i don't know how they're operating in other states in terms of like going into stores but what i do know from my state from your state is that we have to wait in a line like yeah the lines are tedious but once you get past the line it's smooth sailing afterwards right like I remember when we first locked down. at First, it was the damn paper toilets. Like it was so difficult to find paper toilets. And I still want to know why you guys were buying this toilet so paper. So much Did you toilet think paper. You was going to have-
0: Explosive diarrhea and I would <laughs> really like someone who is listening to this to please if you were one of these people to buy all this toilet all paper, the toilet paper, please tell me if you had explosive diarrhea throughout this whole pandemic because I really want to know why you guys decided to buy toilet paper.
1: I just want to know because it infuriated me when the people who bought all this toilet paper. Right, we're going on TikTok and making barricades for their pets to jump over. Okay, that was like the most irritating thing ever because not for nothing, there were like, or the good ones where they were making the slot machines. That too. I mean, oh I my god. I definitely
0: did miss the casinos. That's one of the first places I went to. Right.
1: So it's just like, not for nothing, like, it just like, ah, it's infuriating. It was so infuriating because when I, before Ida came to like spend the rest of the pandemic with me, like I was going to Walmart to look for like pads, wipes, all these things. And just looking at moms, just look at empty shelves, right? Looking at like, looking at women just like ultimately just almost kind of panic that they couldn't get their sanitary needs, right? Like, that's just, that was awful. That was the most, as a woman and as a person who identifies as a woman, it was the most like stressful moment because I called you up and I told you there is no toilet paper. there's absolutely no toilet paper. And because I live by myself, I had literally been with like a 12 pack for like three months before the pandemic hit. So it did last. And then I started like buying wipes because I was just like, you know, I'll just, you know, use wipes whenever I go to the bathroom. But then after a while I started seeing like paper towels. And then I said to Ida, like, if I run out of paper towels, I'm gonna, I mean, out of toilet paper, I'm gonna cut these paper towels in half and start using it as toilet paper. You, you know? do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. And then like, I bought, like, I couldn't find Clorox wipes because they ran out of that. I don't even think I still have been able to find them. Backwards. I had those are like, that's like- That's gold out there right now. Right now that is gold. And that it, it's almost like a, a myth, a legend what are Clorox wipes right now? What is hand, well, not even like in the beginning, what was hand sanitizer? Because I don't know what that is anymore. I don't know how it looks like, how it smells. I don't know anymore. But it was just like, it it was horrible. Like all that, all that, for what? I don't know, I don't know. That just, I don't know, flashbacks. I'm traumatized, to be honest, very traumatized. Um, but getting back on like, on a serious note, I really just started thinking about, you know, how so many people were just raising, like they were just raising so much like problem or we're just wearing a damn mask. Or like they were raising the issue about like, let's reopen, let's reopen. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the end of it all, it's just like, you know, now that we're reopened and now some people still have their jobs, others don't. Like we just passed today from Walmart and we saw that one of like the stores in the mall was like going out of business. Mm -hmm. You know, it is true what you said in the end, we are going to have to deal with those stores that are closing down and here we go back again on unemployment. And then we have to deal with uh, the mom and pop shops shutting down. You know, I feel like out of this whole pandemic who really, really suffered from this were the mom and pop shops. Exactly.
0: And also if you're like struggling through this now that we're already months into this, and you're going crazy about a lot of things, you might want to go and get yourself a therapist because this is going to go on for months, maybe even a year or two. Um, just because the pandemic goes away and the COVID goes away, the way of life is going to be changed. And we're going to have to learn to adjust to a lot of these things because people are still going to be scared. People are still going to want to keep this six feet away. Some people may still continue to wear a mask. I might even be one of those people to still wear a mask until I know for sure this is like completely gone. You you know, we get the flu every year. This could be, this might be coming every year. They're saying we're gonna get a surge back in in, um, In the fall. fall, Of course, like I said before, it's the summertime. People wanna go out, they wanna enjoy themselves, they wanna have fun. And they're gonna be around crowds of people and yes, you are, a lot more people are going to get it. And I've said this before, the only way people are gonna take this serious is if COVID hits home and close to home. And it would have to hit, unfortunately, like your significant other, one of your parents, your, your children or someone for people to take this serious because they think it's a hoax and they think it's a, a made up situation. But no, there are people out here dying from it. There are people getting sick. Numbers are going up in certain states. States are going to get locked down. And we do have to take this serious. Because if we don't, you're going to be at home even longer. More people are going to leave their jobs. There's going to be more unemployment. And it's just everybody's duty to do their their part to want to get out of this sooner. Mm -hmm. If we just do the basics, just keep your distance, wear a mask, use hand sanitizer and wash your hands and just abide by the new rules and regulations. You could be out of this a lot quicker. We could have been probably out of this a month or two ago. How did we all just take in this serious?
1: Right. Cause there are certain like countries overseas that have conquered this, who have not had a single case who have closed their borders to Americans because we still haven't learned how to handle this, which is insane. It's insane. And this is like, it's insane to me because, you know, conservatives, I don't care if you're a conservative or a Democrat, whatever, but conservatives specifically have like come out and said, you know, America is like the greatest country on the face of the earth right? And for America to be the greatest country on the face of the earth, to not be able to know how to handle a pandemic, and other countries have learned how to handle it better than us. Astonishing. I am flabbergasted. I mean,
0: one thing we could have had honestly done, I mean, it's probably yeah. a little easier to close off borders, because you can patrol that with, you know, the airports. Um, you can also control that with you know, um, when you cross like in France to Canada, mm-hmm. you gotta cross the border to to get in there. But we can cross state lines easy in a car. Yeah, I can go from here all the way to California, back around the whole U.S. and not get Which stuck. Which some people have
1: been doing. Like some
0: people have, have been-, been taking road trips. I see. I see some of y'all taking road trips. Good for you, but. <laughs> if we had probably some of these state lines closed to be honest we probably would that's probably another factor that could have definitely had helped us out of this because we are crossing lines we are going to these places with the hot spots right now and um that's one way of honestly probably slowing this spread down. Right.
1: And it's like in new jersey uh one of my friends had said you know this curfew thing is real like once you if you came into new jersey and you tried to leave past eight you were pulled over by a cop like you were asked what are you doing why are you not home what's going on you know unless you were an essential worker which was like you worked at a restaurant you worked at in retail with Walmart, whatever big retailer, um, or at a hospital, that was the only time you were asked, like, what were you doing out? Or that was the only time I mean, when you were excused. But other than that, it's just like, it it was just something else. It was just a, a whole nother different thing. In Connecticut, it wasn't like that. There was a curfew set in place, but we weren't so strict with that but even then i i remember even telling you that i was afraid to like leave my house past a certain time because also everything was closing early anyway like every every grocery store was closing Closing about like six o'clock gotta scramble to go to the grocery store mm-hmm. we were so accustomed
0: to having everything open so late and so easy and even for me because like i said i did pick up another little gig to make extra income um I was out after our 8 o'clock curfew. Never got questioned, never got pulled over. I mean, there wasn't too many people on the uh, out driving anyway, so they probably just kind of, like, bypassed it. But, um, you know, they, it just kind of prevented people from really being out more. hmm
1: And it just kind of, like, makes you think, like... We went from a few months ago being that strict, and now we're still out here wearing our masks. Um, But there is still a little bit of normalcy, right? Like there's still a little bit of that. Like now we're able to go to the mall. I mean, I don't go to the mall, not like that. We only went once since it's open. And, And probably never again. And probably never again because you have to wait on lines just to do so. And we- I try to limit my um, my
0: contact around big crowds of people anyways. Um, that's what Amazon is for. Right. Online shopping. I've done a lot of it. And I will continue doing it. And I just feel like as long as there's big, big crowds, I try to... T- I tr- we try not to be around big
1: crowds. Yeah. We normally, like... Our routine has gone from like cooking dinner at home most of the time or ordering like every now and again out um, and then going out for walks and picking new parks to walk in. Um, Like outside, we're told that we don't have to wear a mask if, if we're walking and there's not a lot of people, we don't have to wear a mask. So essentially we only wear our masks when we go grocery shopping. Right so uh, ultimate, I guess you could say I'm all for this damn mask wear your mask stop making it a whole big deal stop saying this is a hoax a conspiracy theory do your research just wear your mask be courteous and I guess the last thing that like before we end up closing out like it's reopening the schools what now I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I think we should still continue to, you know, teach at home. I do understand that it's a lot on the parents.
0: And um, some of them do need um, uh, child care. Yeah. But um, if you ask me, if we're doing Zoom calls. Zoom meetings. Zoom meetings to talk about how we're going to start school in in august for some kids or september. I don't think we should be even having that conversation if we're doing it over Zoom. Why are grown adults having Zoom meetings about children going back to school? We're talking about children, okay? These kids, a lot of them are not going to be able to keep a mask on all day. You know, they're going to be playing around with it, chewing it, um, probably rubbing their eyes and stuff like that. These are kids we're talking about. And I know a lot of my friends that do have kids, they have a concern of sending their kids. And they're even saying that they they don't care what these people say. They're not sending their kids. And I feel that no parent should
1: feel this conflicted.
0: Conflicted and also not get into trouble for not sending this school because this is a help uh health uh, risk, and you, sh- uh, as uh, any parent, should have the right to accept or deny their kid going to school. Especially, we have to remember these kids with asthma. Okay, the, these kids that are asthmatic, you know, they're already having episodes in school, and on top of them having this COVID nineteen, it's not a good mixture for the kids. Yeah, I feel that. Um, because the numbers are going up, you know, and in you know people are going to be traveling still and doing everything else. I just think that the school situation should continue online or on pause, or maybe just maybe every city or county or whatever. Maybe they should vote on what they feel, and I feel like it shouldn't be. The student, the, the, the council, it should be these parents and how they really feel if they do or don't feel comfortable with the kid going back to school. And if they and if they don't feel comfortable, but they need the kid to go to school because of childcare, then then that's another topic that we should be discussing.
1: I just think that, like, it's going to be difficult to do that now because the White House has ultimately declared that, like, schools are opening send your kids right and i did see what they were trying to say how like a lot of the social resources for students are at schools um but but still i i i I still disagree i still think that why are we going to risk these kids young and old because you know like why are we going to risk their their lives and also what happens when one student gets sick what do you do then? And these are, there's just like more questions. Like once you start asking one question, it's like another question right follows up afterwards.
0: You know? if these kids and a uh, teacher are not switching rooms and let's just say there's about 30 kids in that class, maybe one or two of them get exposed to it. What do we do with the classroom? Do we get them all checked? Do we s- tell them to stay home? for two weeks and then I'll come back. Uh, These are things that you gotta
1: think about. Right. And it's just like, you know, something that the pandemic has demonstrated is another Band-Aid issue that was given to us essentially, especially in urban centers, which is the internet crisis, right? Where there were some students who didn't have access to internet they have not been able to interact with their classmates for whatever reason, you know? Um, And some students were just given like packets. Here you go, here's a packet, figure it the hell out, you know? So I think that although it sounds good to open up schools again, to avoid, and I'm gonna do like these air quotes, so just imagine me doing air quotes, and avoid the fact that students are not having access, you know, to internet and to like I guess tutors on site. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just say I don't agree with it.
0: Parents are doing their best that they can, but they can't they don't know everything themselves or so it's been years since they went to school, so it's gonna be certain things that they It's a learning process. They are, can't remember themselves. So everybody in this situation is definitely learning in all aspects of this.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree. I I agree. I think that you know I don't have all the answers to this. I just know that I oppose it. Um, you know,
0: my our opinions is definitely different from yours. No. Opinion, feel free
1: to think otherwise.
0: No opinion is better than any other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinions and how they feel. It's just express it in a better way. Express it in a a different manner. And, you know, let's learn how to have conversations instead of fighting through it.
1: Right. Because I know that we certainly have like, I could be so left field and you could be so right field. Right. But in the end of the day, like, there's never a moment that we don't like, see what each of us are talking about you know that we don't see a point to what we're saying so I don't know in the end of the day I think that you know wear your mask um,
0: wear your mask wash your hands sanitize in between and just stay safe stay safe
1: stay sane and yeah thanks for being a part of our very first first episode. episode might have been a little
0: choppy a little bit. But, uh, you know, as our, as our episodes go on, we'll be a lot, lot better. And we'll become experts at some point. We're also open to different topics as well. Yeah. I mean, we have a few that we would like to talk about, but we're always open to different things. And um, trust us, we are very open-minded to a lot of different
1: things. A lot. A lot. So, no topic is off the wall or out of pocket right no topic we'll we'll touch those those topics whatever crazy topic you may have in mind so thanks for joining us and thank you for having conversations over beer Beer with with us. us all right stay safe